When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. Happy August. I hope your weekend treated you well. Today, I am doing a monthly review episode. We're sharing a behind-the-scenes look at what's happened this month, how I'm feeling, what I'm hoping things will look like moving forward. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is my noise-canceling headphones. Um, They're literally saving my life because my thorn is that the building that my co-working space is in is having resurfacing work done on the outside. Listen, I'm not mad about it. I get it. But it is very inconvenient for me. I had two podcast interviews today and the sound was so grinding and grating. Like I felt like I was losing my mind, but when I was able to just do work at that point, I could put my headphones on with some focus music and it's like, I'm in my own little world and that world is heaven. I'm so good. So soothed. It's unreal. My bud is that I'm reading a really fun book series right now, and I'm excited to crawl into bed tonight, open up the book, and just get carried away. Okay, let's dive in to reflecting on July. Now, if you're new here, I typically structure my recaps by going through the dimensions of wellness, spiritual, social, environmental, physical, emotional, intellectual, and occupational. So the first dimension we're going to talk about today is spiritual. Things that went really well is really thinking of spirituality from more of a Buddhist mindset, um, focusing on acceptance and presence and mindfulness. That has been really nice and really freeing. Also, listening to Liz Gilbert's interview on I Can Do Hard Things, I really loved her definition of a higher power. It really resonated with me. That was something when I went to Adult Children of Alcoholics, um, it's kind of a NAA type is a 12-step program for adult children of alcoholics. Um, I struggled on step two with having a higher power, so I quit going. (laughs) But Liz Gilbert talks about her experience with a 12-step program, a different one, and kind of her journey to finding a higher power, defining her higher power, and it was really helpful. Now, what didn't work for me in terms of spirituality this month is I didn't meditate as much as I would normally would. All in all, though, I feel like I'm really good about where I am spiritually, but I do like much more regular meditation than I was giving myself this month. So in August, I want to meditate more, but I 
the thing is I'm trying to be really fluid with myself in terms of expectations to not put a ton of like routines and structures and habits in place for myself and just kind of feel more free and present. So I want to up my meditation practice, but I don't want to put rules around it or a strong set of expectations. Like I meditate every morning or I meditate every week or afternoon. I just want to kind of meditate when I feel like it's time to meditate, if that makes sense. I think my noise canceling headphones will be helpful for that as well. Um, One of the things that prevents me from meditating a lot is just how anxious I get if it's loud where I'm meditating. I know that one time my husband, he's extremely good at meditating wherever, whenever. And one time I was making noise while he was meditating and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm being loud. And he was like, well, I wouldn't be very good at meditating if that bothered me. And I've I've thought about that every time since because I definitely get bothered. (laughs) and very irritated and stressed and high strung. Like it just, it almost defeats the purpose and makes me feel way more intense. So, um, good, good for Obi and his ability to meditate whenever, wherever. I am not that girl. So, um, I think the noise canceling headphones will be very helpful for me and just kind of being able to be in my own little world, even when other people are around. All right, next is social. Um, This was a really good month for me socially. I went to see two of my best friends um, and their new baby for a week. I stayed in a hotel, so I was able to get my work done. So I basically, I would work from the time I woke up until about noon, and then I would go hang out with them from like noon until about 9 p.m. And then I would go back, finish up anything that I had work-wise that I needed to finish up, go to sleep and do it all again the next time. I did this for, I spent three nights there and it worked really well. Um, I got to see them, spent a lot of time with them, felt really, really good. These are friends I've had for like 18 years. So, um, there's something really safe about being around them and something really grounding about being with people who've known me that long. I also had coffee with an internet friend, our first time ever hanging out. That was also really nice, Um, but that's plenty for me. (laughs) Those two things are like way more than enough for me right now in terms of socializing, so I feel extremely satisfied. So when it comes to anything that's not working, I'm extremely content socially. So what's coming up next for me, I'm going to visit two more of my dearest friends, um, two of my best friends from college in August. Um, My friends Tyler and Eric, I visit them every quarter in Chicago where they live and that the time is here for that. So I'm doing that next month and I want to reach out to one person for coffee or lunch. I have a list of people that I want to have coffee and lunch with and I just need to go on that list and invite somebody to have coffee or lunch with me this week. Then, or this month. Next is environmental. Things that are working for me. I'm happy to be home from traveling, but also, you know, I think traveling counts as being good for my environment. I really do thrive when I change my environment often. Uh, The other thing is my noise-canceling headphones. They have helped me immensely to appreciate my environment, both at the office and at home and our smallish apartment. Um, I can find peace even when peace is not present. And um, the other thing that's helping me with my environment right now is just fluidity around my chores, meaning that I 
feel like letting go of expectations for myself to be perfect around cleanliness is giving me a lot of freedom and makes me happier to be home because when I'm being really restrictive with myself, I lose excitement about being home because there's always more tasks to do, always more chores to do. But when I'm allowing myself the freedom and space, I can really appreciate my house. Now, things that are not working, I do have an area of our house that is driving me bananas. It's like a cabinet where I keep breakfast items. In this cabinet, it's like it's kind of a three-part process, right? There's an upper cabinet, and in that cabinet, I have baking supplies, I have protein powders, chia seeds, nut butters, like all of that honey, um, granola, all of those little bits and bobs, um, granola bars, oatmeal, things like that. Then in, and I also in that cabinet now have our overflow medicine and our vitamins, things along those lines. And then below we have a drawer that's all of our medicines that will fit in this drawer. And then we have another cabinet below that has like uh, my son's snack basket, boxes of cereal, our adult snacks, things like that. Just things that snacky bits. And it's just not working. The organization is just not working. It's kind of a chaotic mess. And I just want to find a better way to organize it. And I'm going to do that soon because that's what's coming up next. <laughs> I'm going to organize that pantry because I I want it to not feel annoying. And then I'm also going to continue my fluidity and just kind of allow myself to follow my energy. Right now that cabinet is bothering me, but like otherwise I'm pretty good in terms of like the cleanliness of our house. And I'm just going to let that flow. My emotional health things that are working for me right now is definitely the practice of having a summer of pleasure. If you haven't been listening to the podcast, I decided this year that I'm having a summer of pleasure. I'm not fixing myself. I'm not working on myself. There's no self-improvement happening here. I am reading beach reads and light reads. I'm just having fun. I'm not putting a lot of pressure on myself in any area of my life, and that is going extremely well. I'm also enjoying seeing friends, especially my older friends that I've known for a really long time, catching up with them, and also just that general fluidity around my habits and routines. Things that are not working, I am still recovering from COVID in terms of getting my energy back, um, which has me extremely tired, and I am struggling with it. <laughs> I'm trying to accept it and to listen to what my body needs, um, but the truth is I can just really overthink this to an insane degree. Like, have I had enough water? Is sleep actually making me tired? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I getting too much sleep? Is it my phone? The reality is it's COVID. I know that because I've had so many friends and family members who have had COVID who have told me that they're really tired afterwards. And the, it's just, the same thing happened. My husband had COVID. It's happening to him. But for whatever reason, I just expect myself to be different for some reason, to always have energy. And I just don't. Um, so what's coming up next for me in terms of emotionality is I'm going to continue with listening to my body and letting her have rest, trusting that rest is safe and letting that be okay. The other day, y'all, I took an hour and a half nap 
I was so tired. I could barely keep my eyes open. And my husband was like, maybe you should just actually sleep. If you're trying really hard not to fall asleep, it's the weekend. Like there's no reason for you to force yourself to be awake right now. So I laid down thinking I'd, you know, catch a 15 minute nap. I woke up an hour and a half later and was so disoriented, but I felt really grateful. And that's what I want to allow myself is just this freedom to take care of myself. Now, intellectually, things that are working, the summer reads, this like beach read vibe is so fun because I have just been devouring books and it is so fun and life-giving. I feel really swept away in all these other worlds. It's so fun. What's not working is I'm honestly just feeling very disassociated from things. Like, I'm making stuff and then I'm releasing it and it feels kind of like I'm watching myself do it from above. Like I'm not even in my body. Like I'm doing the things that need to be done, but I'm not even sure how I'm doing it. It really, I feel extremely like out of my body. So, um, I really want to stay. So what's coming up next is I do want to stay connected to my purpose. So the second half of the year, while I'm in the, the mode of launching my book, I want to focus on reading from my book each week and really remembering why I wrote it and why I want people to read it. Because I truly do think it has the potential to make people feel less alone, to ease their Enneagram journey and their suffering And that's amazing, right? Like, I want people to read this book. I want it in their hands. And I want to stay present with that instead of just, like, checking tasks off of a to-do list. I really want to stay present with why I'm doing these things. Because when I stay present with why I'm doing them, not only do I do a better job of selling things and promoting things because I'm connected to my purpose, but also my motivation, and my energy raise in response. Okay, physical health, things that are working. Weirdly enough, and this is not backed by science, okay, but I do kind of feel like getting COVID somehow helped my lungs. This is, I know this is not the way it, most people are experiencing it, obviously, but like, it kind of feels like they cleared them out, And that may seem strange, but I haven't had like a productive cough in years. Um, You know, I've had these lung issues for like three years-ish, almost three years. Is it three? Yeah, almost three years. And um, yeah, and I haven't had a productive cough in that time. But when I had COVID, I had really productive coughs. And now my lungs aren't like 100% better, but they really feel a lot better. So maybe they're somewhat improved. I don't know. Things that are not working. I have been really fluid with my habits this season. And that, like I've said a million times in this episode, that's been amazing. But I really do want to up my lung capacity. And to do that, I do need to be a little bit goal oriented. But I am committing to keeping my summer free from fixing myself So I don't want to put a strong goal on myself, but I do want to improve my lungs. So I think the plan, what's coming up in August, is that I just want to stay really present with my body. And the days that I have a strong urge to go for a walk or go to the gym, I'm going to listen and make a point to do that. 
but otherwise I'm not going to, I'm not going to put like an agenda on my list of, I need to go do X amount of walking or running this amount of time, these certain days. I'm just going to listen to my body and push her a little bit whenever the time is right. And occupationally, things that are working, I'm just, I want to re, I want to pause for a second because I am just so grateful for my job, especially for all of you that listen to the podcast and make this a feasible source of income for me. Those of you who purchase my books and support the work that I'm doing, it is so fulfilling and life-giving and I honestly cannot believe this is real. I just had this moment this month. I went to a movie and I was just sitting in the theater by myself and I was just thinking about how free I feel to decide when I work and what kind of work I do, how I show up, what I talk about. And that's in a large part and almost exclusively thanks to you guys and your interest in what I'm doing here. And I could not be more grateful. You have just absolutely no idea how much it means to me that you are here. I just have to say that. Now, what did not work for me this month, I just have a bunch of mind-numbing tasks to do, like fixing tech glitches, writing website copy, uploading spreadsheets, things that make my like type 7 mind literally shut down and just stop working. And I really don't know how to get myself to push through the pain of it. Like my brain is just like, no, I can't do that. Sorry. And just powers down. So coming up, I think what I need to do is just put it as a non-negotiable meeting on my calendar every week. Like for this hour, I do the hard thing, like this task that I'm finding really difficult. And I just force myself to do it during that time slot. And then I can reward myself with something afterwards, like a really nice coffee or a little self date, whatever I need to do to get it done. So what did I learn overall in July? I really believe that I, in July, I learned the art of acceptance. I learned that I can trust myself to take care of myself, even when I don't rigorously schedule it in. I learned to listen to my body more and that I am a more patient person when I allow myself the freedom that I value so, so much. All right, friends, that's my update for you and my reflection on the month of July. As a reminder, if you enjoy this behind the scenes type of content, I do have a YouTube channel where I post a vlog every single Wednesday. This week coming up, I'm going even deeper into this topic by sharing my entire monthly reset process. As always, it's an absolute joy to share this content with you and I will see ya tomorrow for the next one. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.